George and Greg. This is Carrick. We are recording this on a Thursday. How are y'all doing? I'm doing great. How are the beautiful black women out there doing? Um, we're, doing sure. we're doing great, Gregory. Thanks for asking. Oh, no problem. Anytime, baby. All right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> ah, shit. All right. Y'all forgive me. I'm sipping wine over here. Um, okay, LeBron. Okay, LeBron. Okay, LeBron. I'm gonna say the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Sipping wine over here. I don't know. My my uh my alcoholic tolerance for like hard liquor has gone drastically down, but my appetite for wine has gone up. That just shows you I'm getting old. Shows you your grandpa. Um, yeah, we've been calling you that. So y'all been calling me that since I was 19 years old. Y'all realize exactly. Right. Thank you. Right. We, we saw the future. We saw the, we saw the future. It's a cancer exactly. thing. You wouldn't understand. You wouldn't understand. You wouldn't understand, Leo. Anyway. <laughs> um. All right. So what do y'all want to do? Y'all want to talk politics? For, we have a couple of things on the show. Um. We can do politics with the 14th Amendment, or we can do basketball. We can talk about debt. Um, uh, the young that got hanged, allegedly. Or the Pittsburgh shooting. Which which one should we start with? Uh, fun stuff or not so fun stuff? So do you want to end on a light or dark note? That's really the the question. Damn it, Mister Seabrook. God damn it, Greg. Hey, and he's back. And he's back. I don't know what happened. It's all good. Um. So. This probably is a good thing for like all the listeners out there. Let us know if you want to start on high notes or low notes first, just so we have an idea. Just send us a text message or something like that. And remember that we are going to be picking a couple of y'all to join the podcast to critique us in our mini series twenty two oh six. So just uh, reach out to one of us via Instagram, or if you have our, if you are so privileged to actually have one of our numbers. Then, <laughs> uh, <laughs> then, uh, reach out to us, and we we gonna we gonna talk some things to get you up on here to speak your mind about the Just Another Show podcast. Um, so we are gonna do a vote. I say we do. Um, basketball first. Yeah, let's go there. All right, so we have a couple of things with basketball. D Rose, um, summarize real quick. D Rose scoring fifty points, crazy. Clay Thompson scoring fifty six, and Steph Curry scoring fifty two. I think was it? I don't know. Um, something crazy. Something that, ridiculous against the that, Wizards. Was that the Wizards that he? Yeah, because because it was like in three quarters, freaking bumps. Yeah, yeah. So no, that was yeah, yeah, yeah. It was three quarters. So um, D Rose. So we'll we'll go, we'll go. D Rose first. We'll go. Steph. That's unexpected. D Rose first. That was unexpected. So D Rose. This man um is is I mean can we agree that this is like the definition of well maybe not the definition we'll see but. I mean, a comeback kid for real. Hey, he won comeback player of the year right there. Right there. I mean. Haven't seen a brother comeback since Vic. 
Facts. Yeah, I mean, and for, for those who don't know, Derrick Rose, um, 2011 MVP, right? Yep. And, um, MVP. I mean, you want to talk about like Westbrook being tenacious and and fast as shit, like. D Rose was it was between them two at that time that were just the fastest motherfuckers on the court and the craziest when it comes on to going straight to the rack. Um like it it, it was ridiculous. Um when he when D, Derek Derek Rose played for the Bulls, I think they went to what a semi conference final or they went to a conference yeah. finals. Yeah, I think they went to yeah, they went to one conference finals and they got to the second round twice. Yeah, so D Rose was the shit, and then, um, do y'all know? I think what was it? His back that got fucked up, or was it his ankle? Torres ACL. Then he tore his meniscus. Then he tore his meniscus again. And he fucked up his ankle. Same leg or two different legs? I think it was. I don't know. I think it was both. I know. I the know. Meniscus, went, ACL was one leg, and I think meniscus was the other leg. Yeah, but I think he tore both meniscus. No, he tore the same meniscus twice. Damn. Actually, I think he tore yeah. it three times. <laughs> I know he tore the same one. So, safe to say. And didn't he have back issues? I thought he had back issues, no? Shit, everybody hoops got back issues, but probably. Nah, that's, that's, that's LeBron who sits out with the back issues mostly. Mm. Well, what, I mean, obviously, this, this guy has gone through the fucking gambit. Like, it's switching teams for one for a hot minute. He was on no team. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I guess the question is, you know, he put out a video a little bit before um, that game. It was like two days before, I think, or a day before that game where he scored 50 points saying that, he, you know, he's he's gunning for six men of the year. Um, first of all, that's humble off top because this nigga is going from achieving MVP of the league to now, you know, going to – Six man of the you know six man of the year. Um, what do we think? First of all, what are y'all critiques on or comments on him doing that fifty points? And are we rooting for Derrick Rose? I'm rooting for Derrick Rose now. I was rooting for Derrick Rose since he won MVP. <sighs> that's because you wanted to beat LeBron, you bum. Shut up. Ah, uh, that's because I respect real niggas. Derrick Rose is a real nigga. Street legend. Okay. Um, but honestly, I wasn't expecting him to, you know, be like, I'm looking to win six men in a year. Like D Rose, I thought of like, look, I'm trying to start, I'm trying to get, you know, help the team win, get the most minutes I can, whatever. This man was like, I don't care about starting, I don't care about that. I just want to win and get six men a year. It means he's comfortable being coming off the bench. I, I wouldn't expect that. Because I wouldn't do that. I mean, I would you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is a first overall draft pick. Right. Draft pick for the Bulls. Like, I mean, I'd have been like, look, but man, he's. I'm, I'm starting. So that's my job. And just for of who, you know, who this, the injuries that he has. Um, thank you, George, for this thing. Um, he's gone through a wrist injury, another wrist injury, a neck in, a wrist injury in 09. A wrist injury in 2010, a neck injury in 2010, sprained toe in 2012, sprained back 2012, a groin, ankle, and foot in 2012. April 2012, he had a torn ACL, 
2013, a meniscus tear. 2014, an ankle hamstring. 2015, a meniscus. 2016, tendonitis. A groin injury in 2016. March in 2016, he had... Uh, or April, he had an elbow history, uh, injury. April t- uh, 2017, a meniscus. October 2017, an ankle. Um, he thought about being retired. Like, he was traded to the Jazz and then waived two two days later in uh, February of 2018. He signed with the Wolves, with the Timberwolves in 20, in March 2018. And, you know, a couple, you know, a couple days ago, uh, 10 years after being the first, basically 10 years after being the first overall yes. uh, pick, <laughs> he uh, scored 50, like, against the Jazz. With the uh, Crazy. And they won. Very important. And he had the game-saving uh, game block. Yeah. And he had, right, game-saving block. So, I, so what, what do y'all, what, what do you think is, is – what is it? Eight games in to an eighty-two game season, I think, or seven games in, for the most part. Mm-hmm. What What are y'all projecting? Um, what kind of level of success are we projecting for Derrick Rose and also potentially like the Timberwolves? Where y'all think they're gonna end up at? Obviously, they're not winning the championship. I mean, we're not gonna say that. No. Nah. I mean, they're not even conference. We know that. Are we thinking of? Second round team, first round team, knocked off like what? I think they can make it to the second round. Shit. Well, it depends. Well, I don't know. They're gonna be one of the lower seeds. I ain't gonna try to like front on that. So whenever they trade, whenever they trade, they play on folks. Yeah. So if they trade, like, yeah, if they trade Jimmy. And they still make the playoffs. They're gonna be like a seventh AC, which means I gotta face like the Warriors or Spurs or the Rockets. I don't know. I don't know what the Rockets are doing, so I can't really put them up there anymore. Nuggets. Uh, don't sleep. Nuggets gonna blow them out the water if they play the Nuggets. Um, but as far as D Rose, he's been hooping this year. He's he's mm-hmm. he's been looking real good. Patient with the offense. Taking what the defense gives him, no more of them stupid, over exacerbated jump, uh, hop jumps, whatever. I feel like old man. Those are like those who those who watch basketball and maybe those who don't. Uh, go pull up a YouTube clip of old Derrick Rose um, highlights. My nigga, <laughs> my man, clearly better than Westbrook. You said what at that time? I said my opinion. Peak Derrick Rose is better than Westbrook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like it's like one A, one B. But I give Derrick Rose the one A. Nah, ain't no one A, one B. What I say? Call it. Oh, nigga, that nigga stop prom LeBron from getting the MVP. Fuck that noise. Dude, <laughs> the league did that. Nah, get all that Rose did that. Nah, what I tell you, boy? Don't talk back to me. Take his belt off. You're looking at me, George. Beat him up to win. Anybody beat up Derrick Rose? That's why. That's why he ended up tearing his ACL. He beat him up. Wade had to guard him. Beat him up. LeBron had to guard him. Beat him up. Hey, well, this a this a grown man's league. Get over it. Mm. So final final comments on on D Rose's performance. I think it was dope. 
I mean, it was a super dope. Nigga was crying at I'm the happy end. for him. Like, That's, I'm happy for him. I ain't gonna lie, I kind of dead rose out. I was like, bro, this man done. He ain't never gonna be what he was. He ain't never gonna do nothing. I was just like, dang. Shut me up. Word. All right, so let's move on. So, Clay, well, let's start with Steph. Steph had a 50-plus point game. Um, he did it in three quarters, okay? Um, Steve Kerr sat him in the fourth quarter. People were pretty upset about that. Um, but I know that it's going to be kind of difficult traversing through this topic of Steph because neither the two of you like Steph at all. I like Steph more than me. Oh, okay. So what? So Steph is showing early flashes. Could could Steph potentially go be a contender for MVP this year with the way that he's he's been playing? Because he put up thirty seven. What was that last night? I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got the potential. Nah, he, he got the potential. It ain't gonna mean he ain't gonna happen, but he doesn't have the potential because he's not gonna win. Kawhi would win. Giannis would win. And Bumblefuck, nobody else yeah. would win before that. LeBron has a better chance of winning than that nigga. That's only because of where he's at. Why do you... I mean, it's definitely not his turn. Like, he's had his turn. It's not First off, Steph Curry should never win another MVP after he got that unanimous MVP bullshit. He should never win the he, he should never get the first unanimous one, but that's a different story. So he for my books, Steph should never win another MVP. I don't care what the fuck that nigga does. I mean, right now, I think what's what's the stat? I think he's shooting fifty five percent from field goal and fifty three percent from three. Fifty yeah, fifty three percent from the three. I know that much. I don't know about the field goal. Yeah, I think it's fifty five, and then he's got fifty. What, what does he have? Fifty five threes. Yeah, he's got more. He's got more threes than some NBA teams already. <laughs> I mean, those those are. I mean, that's that's. It's looking like a season where he go put up 400 threes again. That's what it looks like. Yeah. So, it, I mean, it'll be very interesting. Um, the the Golden State on a on a bigger on a bigger scale. I mean, the Golden State Warriors are fucking loaded. Trip. Like it's not even. Not fair. I'm just gonna say it's not, not fair. fair. I mean, the night that Steph scored 50 plus points, Kevin Durant had 30. Like, who who are you going to guard? The nigga that is going to score 55 points or the nigga that got – I mean, it's, it's real difficult to kind of – it's not even – it's just damn near impossible, really. And on that same note, Clay Thompson, within the mat, I mean, puts up 14 threes and breaks the NBA record, which I think Steph had, didn't he? Yep. I thought. Um. These two light skinned brothers have a tendency of breaking each other's records. I don't know what the fuck. Because they're butt buddies. Is that- <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm going to give him a joke soon. But, um, yeah, so so what do y'all think about Clay Thompson's 14 threes? Like, <sighs> shout out to his Halloween costume, too, by the way. His Halloween costume is fresh as fuck. Did y'all see that? Hey, don't, don't, nah, I'm going to care about Jack Martin. That's what five, bro. How I feel about his 14 threes? Am I speaking from the, the point of Clay Thompson or his point from the Bulls? Because it's two different outlooks. 
I mean, from the point from the Bulls, it's like, damn, they he got they shitted on. Oh, we gonna fight. We fighting after the game. I'm, I'm coming. To, I'm coming to the locker room. Why? Because he's spraying on your ass. Because I'm a grown man. You're not gonna disrespect me like that. That's why. No, I mean he did though. Oh, well, <laughs> get these hands. You finna get a two piece and no biscuit. <laughs> Actually, get a two piece and a biscuit because yeah. the biscuit dry and you choke on it. Mm. So, so with all of so with 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 Clay and 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 uh, Steph doing what they do, and Kevin Durant quietly putting up thirty whenever he feels like it. What what do y'all think the Warriors' biggest challenge will come from? Complacency themselves. Mm. Yeah, three P and is different. That's a whole different thing. Coming from them being like, oh, I don't really feel like playing this team again. We're just going to destroy them anyway. Then it's like, eh, oh, they got us. They beat us once. If we really wanted to, we could have destroyed that team. Same, same stuff they do every year. And they lose to, like, lose the, they lose the garbage teams. Like, we think of a garbage team the past couple years they lost to. Oh, like, when they was in a close game with the Sixers, that, like, I want to say, like, three years ago, that should have been a blowout. Stuff like that. Back when the Sixers, before they had Embiid and Simmons and all of them, back when they was winning like seventeen games, that kind of stuff. Yeah, complacency. Yeah, Compla- complacency is definitely a shadow over them for sure. Um, and in 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 eight games, it's too close. It's too it's too uh, early to tell. Um, but even though I'm not a Warriors fan. They're just so good. You can't, you can't, like, bro. If I was that good with other people that good, there's no way I'm gonna do what I need to do every single day. Yeah, because you just rely on the other person. I'm like, all right, bro. I, I can take a day off. Let, let, let you go. Hey, you got this, bro. You good? I'm gonna go relax a little bit. I'm gonna go sit in the corner. You know, you got, you got it, bro. Then one day I might have a favorable matchup, and then it's like, oh, I can actually go off. It's my time to shine. Then it's like a. Then it's like I'll get up. You know, like they're playing. Let me. What's a garbage team in the East right now? A garbage team in the East. Cavs. Uh, Cavs. Yeah, Cavs. like that. Like they're probably they're probably go to the Cavs and be like, oh, all right, let's let's try to get up by twenty, by the fourth quarter, we can sit down and relax. This is boring. That's how it's gonna be. I guarantee the Cavs. The, I I guarantee you one of the Cavs games gonna be closer than we like, just because they'll be bored with it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We 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 shall. We but shall you know, see. I don't I don't I don't dislike uh Clay as much as I dislike Steph. So you know, shout out to Clay for his points. You know, busting their busting their heads real quick. Good job. Do you think that Clay Thompson is going to be uh, a free agent next year? Right. So, yeah, he is. What do, what do y'all think? First of all, I mean, what do y'all think is going to happen? Does he stay with Golden State? Does he leave? Uh, yeah, he's probably not going anywhere. I was going to say, I mean, it. I don't know. What a, Jory, what does someone, you know, be like, Clay, we'll give you four-year, 152 mil, something like that, the max contract? I mean, he could go there. He's going he gonna to be a bum. <laughs> I don't that's see I don't know if he's gonna be a complete bum. He's not gonna be like the clay in Golden State. 
but be a bum. Be the number one option on a on a mediocre team, he's gonna be a bum. You're gonna you're gonna look at like, damn, this nigga is not that good. First of all, I didn't say Clay's inconsistent. Is is all get up already? So I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I just, I mean, hey, maybe maybe he had the KD mentality. Maybe he want to get paid. Maybe want to get that bag. He didn't got you know what three championships. He'd be all right. He'd be all right without a fourth one. Yeah, I mean, I I so do y'all think that they would have enough cap space to pay Clay? Are they bringing back KD? I mean, I would think so. Like, would they be able to do that? Yeah. Because yeah, they got they paying that- they paying a hell of a luxury tax though. Because mm. my thing is like, I don't think they have enough money to pay all three of them. Clay's looking for a max deal. Kevin Durant is Kevin Durant, and you already have Steph Curry signed for two hundred and five million dollars. You don't. They shouldn't, in theory, have enough money to pay all three of them, right? I mean, well, first off. They're they're reported is they're expecting Katie to leave after this year, and they still got to pay Draymond too. So let's not forget about that. Cause they can't That's afford right. to, they can't afford to lose him. Shit, if I keep KD, I lose I lose Draymond quick. Yeah, but Draymond fits better for their offense than KD does. Fuck Draymond. Draymond's above too. Draymond's one of the niggas. If he leave, he's gonna be booty. Oh, I know that for a fact. I mean, Draymond he's not where he's at right now. Change a team. He's not like gonna revolutionize a team like a Kevin Durant or, uh, you know, like a LeBron or somebody. He's gonna be a a pretty big piece, but he's not gonna be like the the, the factor that drives them over the hill. No, definitely not. Not him. It's uh, it's not his role. He don't. He can't score well enough for that. He'll be your he'll be your lead your number one option. Average at ten points a game. Oh, Albert, excuse me. Okay. Cool. Um, any other thoughts on this uh, NBA season before we move on to a different year in politics? Hey, George, one more thing about this season. Your Lakers looking like boo-boo. They need to get more. They need to get some consistency. Actually, they need to get Luke Walton. They need to get a new coach. Luke Walton is pissing me off. Oh. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't get rid of Luke now. For what? Don't get rid of Luke Skywalker. Leave Tell that man to play Lonzo Baltimore. I don't like Lonzo, but he plays a lot better with LeBron than these bumps. That's, that's my only complaint. He needs to play Zoe more. Oh, Lance Stevenson. He need to get some more PT, too. Mm, I guess. He's been doing work. He's been doing better than I thought. He's never doing stupid stuff. He has been pure booty, pure booty butt cheese garbage. I'll say that. Nah, he hasn't. Lakers supposed to be, Lakers supposed to be like five and two, four and three at the least. Must be six and three, right? Six and two. Holy shit! We got three and five. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I should be six and two. Yeah. But when Lou Wall want to play bums. <laughs> Do y'all think that 
Luke Walton is going to end up getting fired ultimately? Nah. Hopefully not. Not that he'll get fired. Lakers, Lakers have started way worse than this in the past couple of years. What? They'd have been let him go. What's... What are they, three and five? No, two and – No, they're three and five. Three and five? Okay. But, I mean, anybody panicking. Rockets, what, one and five? OKC is like two and six. I mean, anybody panicking. It's a bad start. And again, you know, it's it's eighty two games, man. All that stuff ends up fucking leveling out at some point. Like right, LeBron ain't finna be LeBron ain't finna let this dude be boo 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 butt cheeks for the rest of the year. How far do y'all think the Lakers will go? Yeah, I mean, anywhere from first round to go to. Western Conference Finals. Yeah, the Conference Finals. But as soon as they meet Golden States, I mean, it'd be a five, six game series. So how are they gonna get to the conference? But what about the Rockets? Ah, please. You see what you see what they're doing? <laughs> but I mean, there's more. Ta- is there more talent on the on the on the Rockets than there is the Lakers? With the Lakers' young team like that. I mean, outside of Chris Paul and James Harden, the Rockets aren't really much of anything to look at. Be afraid of. Melo is in mm. Melo's car. Melo now, so. Nah, Melo is booty. That's what that nigga is. Jeez, George, can't get that man. Just can't just give him the first name. Yeah, that's that's the next name, booty. Outside of outside of that, they can't play a lick of defense. Like all their great defensive players left them, and they let him go. Except PJ Tucker, but he can't do it by himself. And that nigga like thirty two, his damn self. Nigga old as fuck. He, he run like he eighty two though. He looked like he had a hard life. <laughs> all right, so uh, we're gonna move into. Um, the debt situation. Um, so apparently, not apparently, um, the U.S. will be issuing over one point three trillion dollars in new debt. What in twenty eighteen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One point three trillion dollars in new debt in twenty eighteen. This is the highest amount since the depths of the recession. Okay. Um, all of the information that I am getting is from an MSN.com Business Insider um, article. Not going to read the whole article. Shout out to our listener that gave us that critique. Not going to go through the whole thing. Um, and I don't think it's really necessary because I think $1.3 trillion in debt kind of speaks for itself. That's the one. <laughs> um, so... Um, a lot of it's no secret. I, I mean, if you've been keeping up with the kind of small, high level of economy of things, and if you paid attention in the economy cast in high school and college, you you would kind of get the sense that while things are doing great right now, um, everything is in ebbs and flows, which means that there is potentially another recession or something worse on the horizon within the next two or three, maybe maximum five years unless something remarkable happens 
Um, this has been in talks in our group meetings, but I, I guess I'm trying to figure out the question here. Like, what, in light of all of this debt, um, what are some things that we think we could do to prepare ourselves to kind of bunker down the hatchet in our own financial lives to make sure that this, while it will hit everyone, well, not everyone, but most people, regular people, schmegler degular people. Us. Um, us, for sure. Unless one of us win the lottery. Lit. Um, <laughs> but um, what, what are some things that we, we can do. Maybe, George, you could probably speak to that a little bit more. All right. Well, since 58% of Americans have less than a 1000 in savings, I would say build an emergency fund. Um, if you invest, be smart with your investments. Oh, you said uh, less than a 1000 Yeah. Yeah, man. Jesus Christ. And I don't know what that number is if you're black. If you're African-American. Probably, probably half of that. Maybe a quarter it's of that. It's terrible. Matter of fact, y'all keep talking. I'm a researcher right now. Uh, be job search ready because you know when recession happens, niggas lose jobs. So always be on the lookout. And of course, start a side hustle because if you ain't got a job, gotta, bills don't get stopped. Bills don't stop needing to be paid. So got to do something. Side hustle legally. Let me put it that way. Don't out here trying to be like ghosts. Mm. What's wrong with that? That ain't the life to live. That seemed pretty fitting for me. You know what I'm saying? Hey, that's a TV show. You can make it real life. You can. You end up in jail in real life too. Yeah, you right. I wouldn't do that. I'm not about that life. I'm not about that life. I can't do that. I'm not. I'm not about that life. That's just. That's not me. Yeah, I already know I can't sell drugs. I'm pussy. I'm like Joe Budden. <laughs> uh, Joe, if you ever hear this, uh, there was uh, no disrespect to you. Well, no, Joe Button says it all the time. <laughs> yeah, Joe Joe Button is a is a is a um a media personality. This nigga has completely embraced it. Like, so he calls himself a cat. I'm not gonna curse, but if he calls himself a cat, yeah, all time he laughs. A tax paying citizen. I am, I had no issue with that. Ain't it the same man who had beef with Eminem back in the day? Back in the day? Hey, that, was, that was like this year, last year. <laughs> well, Eminem only responded. I'm just talking about like what got started. Ah, uh, he didn't like because how Eminem was treating niggas on the label. He didn't like how he, because he saw how the industry works and a lot of bullshit. That's what it. So, sign some crybaby stuff for me. Oh, I mean, it wasn't really crybaby shit. It was just like, I mean, if you're saying it's crybaby shit, that's probably the same shit white people be telling us when we complain about oppression. Never mind. It's not crybaby stuff. Exactly. <laughs> uh, to, to, as an aside, back around, I did get an article on Forbes and it's not necessarily about cash savings, but in terms of 401ks and IRAs, which everyone should look into Roth IRAs and um, 
savings accounts in general, 401k accounts, but the average white family had more than 130 grand in liquid retirement savings um, versus 19,000 for the average African-American in 2013. That's the most recent data available to Forbes.com. So that kind of gives you an idea. Um, the average wealth of white families in 2013 was more than half a million dollars higher than that of African-American families, which is $95,000. That's crazy. So you could trace this all back to slavery. And it all goes back to slavery. I mean, between, you know, they've, when you want to talk about a system, you know, a systematic kind of oppression um, via education, housing, healthcare, um, they have systematically, you know, kept us in age. You said screwed us. Yeah, they, so they they've had that head start. Um, but this is this is the generation, you know, in my opinion, that can can really can really make a difference because of all the different avenues of, you know, making a business for yourself. I mean, this podcast is a perfect example. This podcast can turn into a business if we have. This is a little bit farther in the future vision wise but i mean if we have clothing and merchandise and live shows and end up on youtube youtube payments even though youtube is a little finicky when it comes on to subscribers subscribers and streaming and spotify like there's a lot of different ways that people can make you know side money as george said but um this is something that can change and we just you know we we don't have a tendency of Unfortunately, um, we haven't done the best because we weren't able to living paycheck to paycheck to save that money like white people. We haven't had things handed down to us like white people. We haven't had lake houses and houses in general and land to hand down to our children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren. So they've had the the leg up um, in various different ways, but... Yeah. Um, did you have anything else, George, on on some keys on bunkering down, preparing for this fucking tornado that's about to happen? Yeah, yeah. And if you look in the buy house, I would suggest holding out until the recession, if you can, because you're more likely gonna overpay for a house. And then when the recession hits, you're going to lose whatever capital or you put in there. And then it's going to take until the economy pretty much returns back to normal for you to probably even break even. So I would suggest not buying right now unless you're just like, fuck it, I want a house and I'm going to live in that bitch anyways. But that's my next word of advice. She was looking to buy a house, but stuff happens. You know how that is. God dang it. What is that tapping? I don't hear tapping. You're gone now. Hmm. That's weird. Um. 
Any other thoughts on the debt? Look, people, we we warned you. If you read it already, you knew about it. Be smart with your money. Don't don't be out there just blowing blowing your money buying stupid stuff you don't need. Save it because if you got a family, you 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 know you're gonna need it eventually. Better to better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. Amen. That is that is literally the uh, yeah. I actually I, I read uh not read I was listening to um. T.D. Jakes, and he had a, a mate, like a pretty solid quote to to think about that I encourage people to just just think about when you're you know about to spend three hundred dollars on two bottles in a club, or you know four hundred dollars sneakers that you don't need, or you know some shit like that. There is a old there is a old brittle person inside of you that is counting on you to make the right decision don't disappoint them okay Hmm. at some point you are not going to be able to have the energy and youth that you have now it takes a long time to um achieve something i'm talking about like Decades, not days, months, or years. I'm talking about multiple years, decades to actually do something. And when you're young, now is the time to do those things because when you're older, you're not going to be able to. So um, it may sound real, you know, cheesy as fuck or lame as fuck. Like, what this nigga talking about? What them niggas talking about? But just, just remember that there is an old person there's a there's a there's a seventy year old you, seventy five year old you, sixty two year old you, talking about retirement, sixty seven, sixty eight year old you, that is counting on you to make solid and mindful decisions. Don't don't disappoint them, okay? Like, um, that was a good quote. Yeah. Never heard that before. Or you can, and then your sixty some year old self will be like, man, those were the days. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. As you're as you're he's, sitting, he's and, laughing in his own. He's laughing in his own feces in a diaper. God damn it! <laughs> but um, yeah, man. So yeah, yeah. These quotes, yeah. These, these these quotes help guide things sometimes. Put things in perspective. Um. Okay, so I think we can go Fourteenth Amendment. Um, what's, what, I gotta do a time check. So if y'all hear if y'all hear tapping, it's me trying to get the, the number on there. Okay, we have forty eight and a half minutes, so we're gonna go through the Fourteenth Amendment because this is actually um, this frightened me when I read it. Oh, Trump is trying to or heard it because he I, I listened to the, uh, the the snippet of the interview and he was like, "Yeah, we're trying to get rid of um, this half of the." 14th amendment where apparently um if your parents are not born here but you're born here uh you shouldn't be a citizen and it alarmed me because i I literally have family members that um are are going through immigration things now they they shall obviously remain nameless but um 
Yeah, I mean that would apply to a couple of my cousins. Um, it, it's it's a very interesting thing. But then I, I read a little bit deeper into it, and from my understanding, like he wants to get rid of the idea that you are born here, but your parents were not, so you are not a citizen. That is the Fourteenth Amendment. That's half of it, I guess. Um, and he wants to do that via executive order. Now, from what I've read on even foxnews.com, even on foxnews.com, mind you, uh, no one thinks that this is truly like possible to do without some kind of backlash um, from um, Congress uh, or even the the authority of the Supreme Court because it is a constitutional thing and for him to reverse that would be unconstitutional. So um, the very interesting thing, even in the in light of the caravan from um, I believe that's Mexico um, that's that's going on and him sending troops out there um, to to stop that, but um, how how do y'all if if you, how do y'all feel about that that whole thing? I mean, it's not obviously it's not a surprise because it's Trump, you know, Trump immigration. He sees something in the Constitution that has something to do with immigration. He's gonna try to undo that bitch. First comment: He does realize his wife is an American. Like he he realized that. Yeah, and that it, it would also apply to him. Exactly. Because so, I'm not, isn't his father an immigrant? So technically, you aren't a citizen either. <laughs> I mean, somebody can fact check me on that, but I'm pretty sure his parents are, well, one of his parents at least, are was not born here. So, yeah. This man Trump is so very stupid, man. This is getting annoying. Yeah. I don't even pay attention to politics like that, but this is this is just like goodness gracious, bro. How dumb can you be? Yeah, I mean, and it Trump has Trump has 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 done a lot more harm than good. But if there is ever a good that he did, um, not that he did do, but he produced is the attention to politics from for everybody, more people. For everybody, everyone is trying to wake up. I'm not going to say everybody is woke. I'm not going to say everybody's been woke up or nothing like that. But at the very least, there are more people trying to look into voting, trying to look into who to actually vote for instead of just voting Democrat or Republican just because there are people that are looking into and trying to watch like, okay, what the fuck is actually going on in my country, in my state, in my county, my city, city? what's affecting me? Yeah, like it, if 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 he's done nothing else, that, that is something that he is. He's made people open their eyes. Yeah, he's definitely made people open their eyes. So, I, uh, you know, that's cool. But um, this this whole issue with immigration, people, you know, speaking from an like speaking as an immigrant, I. I it's it's a supply that people don't understand. Like, and that's a that's a topic for another day. But people just don't get it. 
I mean, it's it's people just just don't fucking understand how difficult it is to be um, not from here and try to come here for a better life and the rules and things that you can't do when you're just trying to be a regular ass human being and make a life for yourself. George, you have anything on the 14th Amendment and Trump's mission? Uh, What? You were born in Germany, right? Yes. So, this apply to you? No. He was born on government soil, right? Yeah, well, technically. Okay. Yes. Was it an army base? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't know where exactly I was born, but I know the city. He was on government soil, so that automatically declared. But I don't know. That's interesting because what if if well, I don't, I don't know. My thing is like okay, if 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 you're not gonna allow babies who are born here from immigrants to be citizens, then what about the babies that are born on armed forces soil across the world? Are they? not citizens either and then how are you going and and then the other thing is like okay if this is true then you're going to have to backtrack this this is a the fourth the 14th amendment has been around for about 150 years about or maybe a little bit over that but 150 years so you're going to have to backtrack all of the people who have been who have received passports as citizens of this country and renege on those passports and validate those passports and validate their citizens. Like, how much money are you going to actually spend and time and energy are you going to actually spend doing that? It's not like you enact this and then it moves forward. Like, you're going to have to back roll all of this. Um, if, it's about, if it's about immigration, I think Trump going to spend as much as he needs to. Shit. I don't think he... I don't think he got the right... Well, I think, I think <laughs> he'll spend as much time and as money... As much time and as much money as he can, as he and he wants. Yeah. For some reason, this immigration thing is like the biggest thing in the world to Trump. Yeah, I mean, it's the only thing he seems to care about. Yeah, it's American motherfuckers. He said what? Trump's dad's middle name is Christ. What? Frederick what? Christ what? Trump. Ew. That's ugly. But, uh, so his dad was born in the U.S. His mom was born in the U.K. Oh, And I believe that uh, I believe that I believe that everybody who's granted U.S. citizenship beforehand would be grandfathered in and then it would be I guess effective immediately from there on. 
So what I'm assuming if this was to somehow in some weird-ass way get passed through, that's probably how it would be implemented. I know the, I guess the saying on being, or your citizenship being determined on where you're born is probably going to butcher the enunciation. It's Yusoli, Yusoli, something like that. That's the term for it. And there's only, uh, there's only a certain amount of states that practice this unrestrictedly. And then there's some, not states, countries. And then there's some countries that have certain restrictions on it. Mm -hmm. I know the U.S. I think 30 countries, 30 countries in the world that do this, right? Uh, I think it's like 30 countries that have this, but. That might be right. I know the U.S., Canada, Trinidad, Tobago, Panama, pretty much the U.S., South America, North America, South America, and God dang. Which which Trump was was wrong because in his interview he said, um, and uh, we got, I guess this is a moment where I should just play the interview instead of quoting him but he was like we're the only country in the world that has this this type of um you know benefit rule amendment if you will in our constitution and that's not true that's just just not true um but again this is you know down the guy that yeah this is what we're talking about okay Idiot. This man just showing lies, families, homes, everything. What's wrong with this man? You got no hope. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Um, and 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 this this will this leads to um, you know, the ongoing. Uh, today is November first. Um, election day is November sixth. It's the midterm elections. All of our listeners, who I think I believe are mostly in Georgia, um, go vote. Please. Please. <laughs> I think Georgia has this thing where I believe if you've gotten a license in the last couple of years, like you are damn near registered to vote. Yeah, you are. All you need is your license when you go vote now. Yeah, um, you know, and and voter suppression is real. They they do have this name to name one to one rule, um, where even if your middle name doesn't show up on your license, um, but it shows up on your voter registration in Georgia, they could turn you away. But that should not discourage anybody. Um, if they do turn you away, ask for a provisional ballot. Is that what it's called? I think provisional ballot, um, yeah. and send your vote. Um, send send your vote in, and let's get to voting. Damn it! Like you, I, I think our, our our age group for for this podcast for the 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 twenty to forty people that listen, um, is between eighteen and twenty six or some shit like that. Like, go vote, nigga. Go vote. Like it's important. We got to get you know Georgia to. And I know it sounds crazy, but we got to get Georgia to a blue state, fam. Like, we got to. I know Georgia's historically been 
purple, red ish, but the other side is riled up, and we can be riled up too. And the best way to 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 show our strength is to get out there and vote. So, go vote. Y'all got five days. Seven. Mo- all of the voting places in Georgia, if I'm not mistaken, are open from seven in the morning to seven at night. They are. So, no excuses. Like, no no excuses. You guys can go vote tomorrow. Early voting still going on. Hell yeah! And your job is obligated by law. They have to set you, allow you to have time. I believe that the the technicality of it, I believe, is about, I think it's two or three hours. They have to allot you that amount of time in your work schedule to go and vote. Like, you cap, just go, go. And I I recommend you do it early because if you go on election day, you're going to be in that line for at least four hours. Like, just get it out the way, go vote, double check your answers. Because I saw somebody in the group me today talking about um her answers. One of her answers changed before she submitted it. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like, okay, double check answers. Her mega hat was bright red today. <laughs> like one of her answers changed right when she was about to click, mm-hmm. you know, submit. So just, just, just go vote, man. Go vote. Same thing with Florida. Okay. Um, Maryland. Let's let's let's. Let's get it. Let's get it done. Let's man. get these niggas up in here. No. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, that, if they want, if you want to be that aggressive, buddy, yeah, yeah. What he said. <laughs> Obama will be here tomorrow. Yeah. So, um, Oprah was here today. Oprah... Oh, Oprah was here today. Mm-hmm. Oh shit. Okay. Will Ferrell was here. I want to say what was it earlier this week or last week. Let's lit. Let's go. Let's do it. Stacey Abrams. Um, this is a Stacey Abrams podcast. All right. Um, you know, we're not trying to persuade y'all, but hey. Yeah, we're just letting Stacey you know. Abrams. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> so um all right, that's the fourteenth amendment. Um, do we all right, so we're gonna talk. I am scared to say this, man. I like I don't want to not say this young man's name wrong, his first name. George, do you know how to say his first name? Because I don't. And I don't want to, I really do not want to mess with his first name. I think it's Donye, but I don't want to speak like. We're not going to say his name then. We'll just say the young man who was unfortunately hung, who they're ruling it as a suicide. Stupid people. Okay, so the young man, all right, so. But we, I, it's important to say his name because what type is what type is name in the comments for you guys who want to read it? Not the comments, the uh, damn, what's it called? Info section. Oh, the, 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 yeah, what type yeah, is name the, in there? We just don't want to pronounce his name wrong, and you know, it'd be like, oh, they don't even know his name. Name, they're just talking about nothing they know about, so we're not going to disrespect him like that. You know, may rest in, rest in peace, his soul. It's important to know this young man's name. Rest in peace to him. Um, his his first name is D A N Y E, Jones. Okay, son of a Ferguson activist found hanging from a tree. Okay, is that Jade? I heard Jade. No, bugging. No, I heard it. 
hanging from a tree. So a little bit of a background about Ferguson. Um, everyone should know a little, you know, Ferguson was kind of a... a... It's Donye. It's Donye? Okay, great. Donye Jones, rest in peace um, to this young brother. Um, just to give a little background of uh, Ferguson. Edward and the people prior to Donye Jones, who was unfortunately and mysteriously... Um, murdered or found dead. Edward Crawford was found shot to death in his car. His murder was gone unsolved. Ferguson activist Darren Seals was found shot in his head and lit on fire in his car. His murder has gone unsolved. Ferguson activist DeAndre Joshua was found shot in his head and lit on fire in his car the night of the Ferguson verdict in 2014. His murder has gone unsolved. Ferguson activist Melissa Kidney's son, Donye Jones, was found hanging from a tree in her backyard. This mother found her son hanging from a tree in her backyard. Police have not investigated and have ruled it a suicide. This is what's going on in Ferguson. Okay. Um, I believe this young man was 17 years old, I think. I mean, my God, man. I mean, terrible. Absolutely terrible. Um, rest in peace to this young brother. I mean, I, I and I hate I hate to say it, uh, but this is this has just been more of the same. If maybe worse. I mean, this is just blatant, terrible, tragic uh, things that are happening to young black men and women. Um, salute to Sandra Bland and all of the other young women that have that have um been you know in unfortunately killed um and uh i, I guess where wh- where are we going with this like how how do we uh, what i guess we can start with comments um have y'all seen unfortunately tw- instagram is terrible um and i mean that because they've been showing the image of this young man, this young brother, um, hanging from a tree, unfortunately, and it's terrible. Um, but what, what we, what are y'all? Let's start with initial feelings. Like, what, what were y'all feeling when y'all heard about this? This terrible story. The thing that pissed me off about it was they called it a suicide. There's no, no. First off. How does he tie his arms and legs up and then hang himself from a tree? That doesn't even make any sense. Right. That you know, do you know what kind of dislocation bone structure you have to have to do stuff like that? Yeah, I mean, judging by that picture, it, this is not, I mean, it, it, it no. No, absolutely not. It's just like, bro, come on, stop playing with me. Like, this is stupid. Yeah. Oh, I'm just, I'm just sick of it, man. I'm sick of the senseless violence, bro. Y'all out here killing people's kids because they don't agree with you. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I mean, the, 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 there's always been um, a rule in history where if you fight for the disenfranchised, um, something's going to happen to you. Fatal. 
Um, this dates all the way back to Jesus. Okay, you fight for the disenfranchised, something gonna happen to you. They killed Jesus, they killed Gandhi, they killed MLK, they killed Malcolm X, they killed 90% of the Panthers. And now they're going after activists who are just fighting for basic civil rights um, and injustices in Ferguson's, and they're just knocking them off. And this time they decided to go after a mother's son. Um, we believe they've ruled it a suicide. I think that's convenient, especially since they're not even trying to investigate the shit. Um, that, 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 that brings high alarm to, to me. Um, that raised a, a huge red flag to me. But, you know. What about you, George? Uh, man, I don't even... I don't even know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what to think about life anymore. I'm, I'm not mad at that answer, brother. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I, it's, this shit is fucking. It's becoming too it's common, weird. bro. It is. Like, if some white people really did this shit, man. I hope the worst shit happens to them and their whole family. I don't care. I don't care. They white, black, none of that. Whoever did it, I hope the worst of you. I hope the worst for you. That's also true. I'm just gonna sit. Yeah. I'm gonna sit there and say it's white people, but you never know in this day and age in this world. If it's a white person, I, I, I wish the worst for you, buddy. If it was a black person, you're not I black. Nigga, though. You said what? You said, if it was a black person, I don't, I don't understand why they would hang a nigga. I, I would think that would be the last thing that a black person would do. Um, and then pull his, I think his pants was down to some shit like that. He was wearing yeah. shorts. We got some, we, we got some Uncle Sam's out there, y'all. Uncle Tom's, my bad. Yeah, but Uncle Tom's, I mean, that, that, that is a little far. Get to go. I, I mean, I don't. I don't know. I, I, whoever did this shit can, you know, burn in hell. As far as I'm concerned, killing someone because you don't agree with them is far. But I mean, oh, I don't even know, bro. This is it's it's just hey, sickening. This is shit when it hits a blunt. You just be like, damn, niggas out here tripping. That's why I stay my black ass inside my house. Hey, bro, I'm be honest with you. Uh, you can't even stand. You can't even say that no more. Cause old girl shot dude and killed dude in his own house. Uh, the fuck I can. I'm in Florida, nigga. Stay in your ground. Run up in this bitch if you want to. <laughs> Shit. I don't know, man. It's 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 weird. You like you would think like uh, there's so many different like dramatic um, things we could come up with in terms of what this country has kind of done. But I think that the last few years, the amount of different things that have happened over like various situations between first 
you getting the cops called on you um, for wearing a hoodie. You know, then you get the you first you get you get the cops called on you get you get beat up, hung, and you know burned alive for quote unquote whistling at a girl. Um, you get between that between you trying to get to your own apartment and getting the cops call, called on you, and being not not being let into your own building despite showing a key between you hanging out at the pool of your own apartment and getting the cops called on you, between you having a barbecue and getting the cops called on you, between you pulling out a wallet and getting shot at, between that they told you to pull out, like to put, put your hands, you know, show me your ID, between you telling an officer, hey, I have a, I have a registered weapon on my side, when you get pulled over, you still end up getting killed, between you being a little boy playing with a toy gun outside and not getting asked any questions, they just run up and drive by your ass at 12 years old, get killed. How many different various scenarios are we going to end up coming up with until at some point you're just going to end up... I mean, we can't breathe. We literally can't breathe. We can't barbecue. We can't have a cell phone. We can't have a wallet. We can't have a key to our apartment. Can't have good credit. Can't have like can't have a nice car. Uh, can't have nice clothes. Can't be in the mall. Can't be in the store. Can't. Like, I mean, what? Where? Did, I mean, this thing just doesn't really seem to uh, work in our favor. So then we got two options. We got the Garvey method, getting the fuck up out this bitch, or we got to buy any by any means necessary and take our shit. And that, and that's 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 a conversation to to have. Um, uh, unfortunately, I, I and I'm probably people are probably going to give me shit for this, and that's fine. But I don't think black people are in a position to uh, not yet, not yet, big bold yet, to do anything about any of those options. To uh, to oh yeah, to, we're to we're way too disenfranchised. <laughs> I agree. I mean, unless we started off like, nigga, you with it or you not, and then you're not with it, and nigga, we're going to have to get rid of you because we don't need no moles. Unless we're going real extreme with this shit. <laughs> I mean, we're just not in a position. We're not in a position to um, to, 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 to have that, that, that kind of, like, impact yet. Like, we're still trying to get motherfuckers to vote. Uh, there's there's still niggas that believe that voting ain't you know voting shit voting don't matter. Shit, we're still trying to get niggas to read. <laughs> so you know, so as is in all due respect, as much as I, I do love our black people, um, I just don't think we're there yet. Big yet, we can get there. We're just not there right now. So. But by the grace of God, we we gonna get there. We have to. We don't have a choice. They're not giving us a choice. And that's maybe one thing that could come out of this that that might be interesting. When you backed up against a corner, you kind of have to fight your way. Have out. Choice for years, though. That's the problem. That's true too. <sighs> 
but but there's also a, a theory about things having to get extreme. You have to having to get to the absolute bottom before progress, real progress, and it shouldn't. You shouldn't have to get there. You should be able to look and see this and say, "Hey, I, this shouldn't have to happen to me for this to affect me." In 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 a way that I have to have some type of action plan. I shouldn't have to feel this person for for me to do something about it. I should be able to look and see and realize, like, yo, I feel for this person that it happened to. We all have to come together and supersede all this other stuff. Instead of worrying about Cardi B and Nicki Minaj, you know, beefing over records and who said what about who. Vote. See, there's like a whole lot of there's like a whole lot of arguments and shit. Like niggas, niggas don't ever get on one point with no thing. And then if we're talking about we support a lot of other people's causes, don't support our own. Then you got black people who are part of other causes because that's also part of their their lifestyle. So they support that cause. But then sometimes they're right with that cause, but not cause, and then it's like a conflict of causes. Yep. People want to fight a whole bunch of causes at the same time instead of fighting one cause and moving on to the next. I feel like we try to. My my personal opinion, if we're out here trying to get every cause at the same time, we're not gonna get shit or we're not gonna get it as fast as we would if we focused on one thing and then did it piece by piece. But then also another problem to that could be niggas be like, Well, I got what the fuck I wanted. I don't give a fuck about y'all. It's that crab in the bucket mentality. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, any final thoughts on um, that young brother? May you rest in peace, Donye Jones. I'm sorry it had to happen to you, dog. I really am. Maybe this will wake up. Maybe this will open our eyes and wake us up. Man, we should have been woke up from fucking Trayvon. We should have been, but obviously, you know, these, they, we're not. I'm just, Sad to say we're not. That, and that just, it just goes to show, it just highlights, um, it just brings to perspective how deep uh, they, they, they had us, how, how deep they, they have us still. Yeah. Um, so. so the other thing um, in, in light of, uh, and, you know, shout out to the listeners for listening because I know we've gotten, you know, we got a little dark here, but this is the world, yo. This is this is the shit. We're not just making this shit up to make this shit up. We're not being dark to be dark. This shit is dark. <laughs> like, this shit is just dark as fuck. Um, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh shooting. Yeah, elaborate on that. I didn't hear about that. I'm not going to lie to you. Hmm. This was the synagogue shooting, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Okay, so um, Robert Bowers um, is the alleged gunman 
that is uh, accused of killing 11 Jewish worshipers at a Pittsburgh synagogue um, this past Saturday, and he's pleaded to not guilty. Um, He has requested a jury trial, and he faces 44 counts of murder, hate crimes, obstruction, obstructing religious practices, and other crimes, Um, and prosecutors are seeking the death penalty. Um, all of this information is in an article on um, BBC News, um, if you want to check that out. Um, so, <laughs> this guy runs up in a synagogue and kills 11 people while they're worshipping um, in a safe space. At least that's what we thought. Um Salute to those nine people that lost their lives to that piece of shit dinner roof. And um, I believe that was South Carolina. Yeah, that was South Carolina. Um, a, a, another tragic shooting um, in a quote-unquote safe space. It's supposed to be safe. Which I believe he's getting the death penalty. Uh, I believe that's been decided. That's amazing. I, I hope I... I, I I do not oppose that. I'm not going to say I hope for it. I'm, I don't oppose it. <laughs> I don't oppose that um, with the with what he's what he's done. I'd rather have that happen to him waste our tax dollars sitting in prison all the rest of his life. Uh, well, um, so these safe spaces like church, I mean, church and like, if, if anybody who watches Luke Cage, that's supposed to be Swiss cheese, man. Like, safe, bro. Can't touch it. Switzerland, right there. Whatever the, Switzerland, whatever you want to do, do, but not over here. Like, it, it, and uh, it's apparent that that that's that is not the that is not the case. Um, he is facing. He really is facing forty plus accounts. Um, so where do we want to? Take this, uh, and obviously there's been vigils and um, things going on for the for the for the victims of that synagogue shooting. But um, w- w- I guess what I guess we can start with our opinions on on this, and and maybe talk briefly on gun control as we're approaching. I think 85 minutes. Number one, rest those poor souls who were gunned down for no reason. Number two, I feel like if you're going to buy a gun, you need to go through a psychiatric check first. Because you, you can say, yeah, I can get a gun, but you may not be in the right mental state. You can't just look at someone and say that. They, yeah. they literally need to have like, a, you literally have to go to a shrink and say, that they need to be able to say, yeah, he can buy a gun. Yeah, he can't. Or no, he can't buy a gun. Cause it's getting out of hand. It's just shooting up people for worshiping another religion and just shooting up just to shoot it. It's 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 getting out of hand. It's getting a little overbearing for me. I mean, I I, I knew Shorty told me um, a while ago that she knew this country was not ready for any kind of gun reform when they shot up those kids in Sandy. Sandy Springs, those, not kids, not even. It's Sandy, Hook. Sandy, Hook. Sandy Hook. You're right. My well, bastard Springs. I ain't St. Georgia. When they shot up those kids, 
but no, those babies, not even kids, those babies. Um, she was like, "Yeah, bro, like I knew that nothing, nothing is nothing. If if that didn't do it, nothing is gonna do it." Um, and <laughs> I mean, with the current administration, uh, it doesn't really seem like gun reform is going to happen. Not in not not during this term. Um, the way it's looking, we'll be dead before they do something. I really hope that's not. The I case. hope it's not either. <laughs> but it just it's nothing is gonna get nothing seems to be getting done. Yeah, man. I mean, I mean, this is a conversation that is I feel like has been going on since our adult life and prior to it, since we've been since we've had sense. Gun reform has been a, a topic as long as I could remember, and I'm sure I'm shit. We only 26 years old. Like I'm sure this shit has popped up before. I mean, we look at Columbine. I mean that 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 was a big thing. It was huge. It was a big fucking deal. It stopped the fucking country damn near, and nothing really came. Nothing really came of it. And there has been more school shootings. Now I mean. Fam, I think there was a school. What? I think there was a school shooting in Clayton County, not too long ago. Like, it, it's 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 crazy. We, we really, it's and it's almost like beating a dead horse at this point, right? It's it's we have talked at nauseum about this stuff, and it goes back to if it ain't happening to you and yours, don't worry about it. That's what they tell you. Niggas ain't worrying about it. We don't need to have gun control because everything good over here. That's what they think on the Hill. That's what they think in Congress. That's what they. That's clearly what the presidents think. Like it ain't happening to us. So we don't. That's care. why people logic. You know that's why they don't believe in white privilege. They only that 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 they only and this is a this is like super super random, but it kind of makes me think of like, uh, <laughs> in the. And one of our groupies, Jordan, I think you had asked, it was like, why do people think crackers, why do why do white people think that crackers is a, is a racial slur? Because they only care when their feelings is hurt. They want to say nigga all day because it don't affect them. But as soon as they figure out, as soon as they realize that there's a word that affects them, oh, now it's bad. Oh, this is terrible. Oh, you can't say that. That's racial. That's offensive. You can't say that. It's racist. It's like if it if it's not affecting you, then you know blinders on. But as soon as it affects you, oh, we got to pay attention to it now. Oh, this is something that we really got to look into, and that's that's really that's really unfortunate. Like it's it's uh it, it's terrible. It's the world we live in is a piece of crap. It's the country. I think it's the country you live in, like. Piece of crap world. Um, it, it, unfortunate, man. It's really unfortunate. And I, I wish, I wish I could say I, I, I I'm, I'm kind of scared about it too because, like, I think I truly believe that gun reform is coming, but the, the, uh, the, the, the cause. I'm 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 not looking forward to. Like what 
gun what is it going to take for him to actually, you know, finally pass this law? Yeah, like this law will be passed. Like we gonna look up and be like, oh my god, this law passed. But there's gonna be a whole lot of no. whole lot of deaths. All it takes is about a couple of politicians to to lose their their loved ones, or politicians themselves. And they're like, oh, you know what? We need gun reform. It'll be passed within about the next six months. After that, I think I think my my pessimistic, dramatic, like weird brain. I feel like it's gonna be real bad, like real bad. Like it's coming, but it's gonna be bad. Like it's gonna be real bad. Like we're gonna be sitting there looking at the TV, like what the fuck? We might have to have an emergency episode. Like that shit is gonna be terrible. It is going to be terrible. I agree with it's gonna produce something beautiful. Like it's gonna produce something amazing. Oh my god, gun reform! But the shit that is gonna happen before it, and this is gonna be one event. I have a feeling it's going to take one event. I don't know what the event is going to be, but it's going to be one thing. One day, we're going to wake up. It's going to be in the middle of the day, or we're going to hear about it as soon as we wake up, and we're going to be like, nigga, nah, that didn't happen. There's no way that happened. And then six months later, gun reform. And that, 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 that's, that, that, if, if, if that is the formula for America, which it seems to be, Shout out to Selma. Like, it seems to be the formula of America. So you have to see something so tragic, so tragic, that people have to go, okay, we have to fix this now. Now it's not It's not a game no more. It's not fun. Like, my people are getting hurt. Their people are getting hurt. But more importantly, our people are getting hurt. So now we got to change it. Now, now we have to change it. It's not a game. It's all fun and games, so it ain't fun no more. Like I said, it's going to involve some politicians, man. It's the only way it's going to happen. Tell you that now. Some politicians are, and then some famous people. There you go. Because if it's your average American, they're not gonna care. It could be five hundred people, they're not gonna care. Amen. Hard people who have to lose their lives. I, I I don't know, man. It's, 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 it's gonna be bad, man. But very bad. We had a president assassinated. We haven't had no damn gun reform. That's very true. Man, I, like I said, it's going to take a couple of politicians and their loved ones to get whacked. And they're going to be like, you know what? Maybe we do need that gun reform. But all I can tell our listeners, man, on that note, um, to close, to, to put a button on this and close it out, like, Protect yourselves and be aware, please. God, please. Please stay safe out there. Like, everywhere y'all work, I don't care if you work at McDonald's, especially especially if you work at McDonald's, any fast food place, if you're a waitress, if you work in the corporate world, if you work, if you're in the military and you're on base, if you out and you a, you, you a flight attendant, if you uh, washing cars, if you getting ready to start your own business walking around how I don't know if you in your own neighborhood if you walking down the street if you're on a bus on the train be aware like keep your third eye open like be aware like have spidey sense bruh like pay attention to everything that is going on around you because 
this this place that we live in is 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 getting very very um open for bullshit more so than I feel like before um so just 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 keep your eyes open everybody and stay safe um keep a blade on you okay all right all that shit keep just, a gun on you. Just, just keep that too if you if you have it and it's registered i'm not going to tell you where to bring it but make sure it's somewhere near you <laughs> okay i'm not going to tell you to bring it to work that's not my job to tell you that. That might be illegal for me to tell bring you. Bring it to wherever but it's legal. Bring it to wherever it's legal. Don't let that thing leave your side. And go to the range often if you have it. Okay? Stay ready so you ain't got to get ready. All right? Um, all that good shit. Okay? Take karate classes. Learn self-defense. Learn how to fish. This is going to be on a, on a, a topic for another day. Learn but... how to fish. <laughs> hey, learn how to fish. Learn hey, how to garden. Hey, what do you want to talk about? I, I, I know what you're talking about, too. I'm just saying. It's... <laughs> learn how to right. grow your sufficient. Own. Definitely. Grow your own crops. All right. If you're going to take it all the way, let's take it there. Grow your own crops. Stop relying on electricity. Hey, as Leaf said, we survivalists turn to consumers. <laughs> Just saying, man. Like, keep keep your third eye open, man. Like, shit. Y'all got anything else? Any last call outs? Be safe out there, people. Like he said, keep your third eye open. Watch the news. Stay on top of these politics so you don't get, you know, screwed over. Facts. All right. Um, George, you got anything? You good? Uh, stay black. All right. If you're white, stay white. No, actually, if you're white, become more understanding. <laughs> no, well, I mean, no, if you're white, stay white. Don't put on no blackface. Stay your ass white. All right? Stay white and just become more aware. We don't need you to turn any other color. Like, <laughs> unless you're a guy who's playing a guy who's playing a guy. This <laughs> That's hilarious. All right, y'all. Stay safe. You too, brothers. You too, sisters out there.